Callahan, the marketing director of self-publishing services. Claire Wood, the editorial director of self-publishing services. And Danica Winters, the business director of self-publishing services. We wanted to do a little introduction of ourselves today and just talk about our professional backgrounds, how we came to have the titles that we do in this business, and how we came to be involved in the publishing world in the first place, which are some Real interesting and windy stories, but we're going to keep it short. <laughs> I can get us started here. I'll just talk a little bit about my professional background. I actually have about 20 years of experience in the marketing world. Um, you know, of course, I started when I was 10. and <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> I, I turned 29 until I have to turn 39. Um, anyway. So I started about 20 years ago in the marketing world. My college degree was in public relations. I like to say I have a BS in BS. Um, <laughs> and I got my first job out of college with a publishing company, actually. I was a, a publicist for them, but that they were a small publishing company that specified or specialized mostly in um, travel publications. And I started my job in August of 2001. And so then... Shortly thereafter, nobody was traveling anywhere for a while, and so that business um, tanked, and I was laid off, and that started me down the road of working for an ad agency, and so I've bounced around in different roles in the ad agency. I was a media buyer, I was an account manager, I did copywriting, um, copywriting steadily became a larger part of my job, and then... I actually ended up moving into an organization, a corporate organization, where I was in the copywriting department and I managed their copy department for several years. I wrote a lot of copy about refrigerators. Copy and, and copy and copy. Copy and copy. It was all about electronics and appliances. So let me tell you, and this was at the height of um, flat panel TVs. <laughs> Oh, God. oh, I love that. Here's the best. So I was also in charge of titling my my copy that went online, wow. which is why I like to say that my title well has run dry, because there was a point at which I actually used this as a title when 37 inches just isn't enough. Oh, Jesus. No, you not did not. Really. For sure. For sure. <laughs> that I did. is the best. And you still Ever. had your job. Yeah. I didn't even catch it myself. One of my fellow copywriters was laughing hysterically at his desk and he's like, Melanie, you did not just, I was like, oh crap. So you just called yourself Melanie. Do you want to talk about that really quick? Yes. So I actually like to be called Mel because I have both a business, a real life name and a pen name and my pen name is Melissa Tenley. So when I started writing things that did had nothing to do with um, refrigerators and televisions, I started writing um, contemporary romance set in Montana. And I took a pen name because, uh, and we can talk about this more in another episode, but pen names are a good idea, generally speaking, when you are writing especially <laughs> that romance. That is the understatement of the century. <clears throat> yes, get a pen name. Especially as a female. Get a pen name. Get a pen name. And so we will actually, that would be a very good another podcast to do is to talk about the need, oh, absolutely. The need for Oh, And I'm sure that's names. coming. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Um, but the reason, and then I talked to a bunch of people about how do you pick a pen name? 
And the one bit of advice that really stuck with me, somebody was like, pick one you'll answer to. And I was like, very good piece of information. So I picked Melissa Tenley because Melissa is really close to my name. And, and I figure if I just tell people to call me Mel, I will always answer to Mel. Mm -hmm. So I started writing alongside my marketing career. I've done, I feel like everything in marketing over the last 20 years, I've done the tiniest bit of HTML. I've done, I don't do design very often because that is not my strong suit, but copywriting from here to eternity. Um, <laughs> I, I hear a theme. Yeah. <laughs> so, so are you saying that you were a little bit tired of that? Oh, good Lord. I know way too much about electronics and appliances. Also, hot tip for you, don't ever pay retail price for any audio equipment. (laughs) The markup on that is huge. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I worked at Best Buy when I was in high school. (laughs) Yes, I know all about the markup Mm -hmm. and the devaluation of anything audio. Yes, it's crazy. Sort of like cars. You take them off the lot and there you go, $10,000. But Okay, so Claire, do you want to tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into self-publishing services? Um, I was an editor for 30 plus years, and we'll leave it at that. I <laughs> edited it for newspapers, mainly. But... What newspaper? Tell me, tell me, Claire, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I've edited for the Sacramento Bee, for the San Luis Obispo Telegram Tribune, for the Austin American Statesman, and I started out at a tiny little newspaper in Fulton, Missouri, that was known as the Kingdom Daily News, and it was called the Kingdom Daily News because one during the Civil War, it declared itself a kingdom. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. And we had all of 2,000 subscribers, but Ooh. I got bit by the bug. And when by the time I ended my career, I was working for MSN.com, where we had millions of subscribers. So that was a nice trajectory. It's amazing. But one day, I went to lunch with Danica and she said hey I have an idea why don't we start a business and having never actually succeeded at starting a business before I thought why not (laughs) I have never been more nervous in my life than having that conversation with Claire (laughs) ever (laughs) (laughs) so I went home and I told my husband hey husband I'm starting a business and he said Oh, okay. I said, <laughs> as, as he says to many of the things that I tell him I'm going to do. Um, and so I thought it was just going to be this little lark thing where we just sort of edited between eating bonbons and <laughs> drinking champagne. No, there are no bonbons or champagne in this room at this moment. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's a sadly lacking table. <laughs> Instead... We seem to have taken, we seem to have found a niche that people seem to enjoy working with us to help get their books out, whether they're going traditional or going self or going hybrid. And so um, this little lark has my husband and me quite busy and (laughs) way busier than we ever expected to be doing wonderful things. Things that I spent most of my youth and early adulthood reading romance fiction. And then every mystery novel I could get a hold of. And then every science fiction novel I could get a hold of. So with this huge background in fact, 
I also have this huge background in genre fiction, and I get to use all of it. It's the best job in the world. I have to second that. I love our jobs. <laughs> I do too. I would do this a million times over. You know, somebody, I've, I've heard it a million times, a little idiom that, you know, you don't work a day in your life if you love what you do. Right. And that is definitely, like, I, we all come to the table because we meet about every week and have our business meetings and we're all like, I don't know what I did this week, but I know I did a lot. It was very busy. It was very busy. And and eventually we get to the meat of what we did. But it's I think it goes back to that. We're loving what we do so much that we don't really concentrate on the what I have to do. We get to we concentrate on what did I get to do? Mm-hmm. And it's a totally different dynamic and emotional response because we love it. We love helping people. And one of the things I'm super proud of with this company is, um, and I tell this to prospective clients. We, we say I, a lot. I say a lot. Oh, heck, it's six o'clock already. How did that happen? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was working yesterday. But I don't say heck. I, well, no, <laughs> we, we cuss and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I tell our clients all the time is, you know, the best part about this is we're probably going to end up as friends at the end of it. And 90% of the time, that is absolutely true. Like, I was just talking to a client that turned into a friend yesterday and she's like, oh my gosh, it's been such a pleasure working with you. It's so fun because we come at it from a perspective of business first, friendship second, we're going to get it done. We're very reliable, but at the same time, we're going to treat you with respect and we're going to, our goal is whatever your goal is. And so we're basically your personal assistants in your publishing experience. But like, um, with, guiding yeah with heavy-handed guiding (laughs) yeah yeah that's true i I guess i maybe i under understated that a little bit we're we uh we're definitely coaches we're coaches Mm -hmm. yes we are definitely your wilderness outfitter yeah yeah so um it's a wilderness it is a wilderness and it's constantly shifting and changing and sometimes it burns down and then new growth and it's amazing and it's just a cycle but <laughs> we go hunt mushrooms. We go, after that. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's what happens after a fire. Mushrooms. Goodbye, create space. Yeah. Talk yeah. about a shifting landscape. Yeah, and oh. Amazon buying Goodreads and all. But yeah. the, the thing is, as an individual, as an author, it is so hard to track all that stuff. And as a company, it's not so hard to track it because we have a lot of people looking at a lot of different things and watching things every single day. And I had an author ask me at an event the other day, they're like, how do you know all of this stuff? And I said, because people tell me and because I'm, this is what I do. This is my passion. This is what I do 24 hours a day. I've given my life to this. It is not just a a passing thing for me. And so that is why you hire people like us because we know the ins, the outs, the trades, the, the secrets, the royalty rates. We, I mean, we've kind of had a finger in it all Mm -hmm. at this point and so if we don't know something it's really a phone call away to get the answers and that's that's so nice to have but why don't you tell us about yourself oh sorry okay (laughs) thinking about the finger in every pot so um my name's danica winters obviously that is a pen name but pretty much that is my identity um it's who i am i forget my own name sometimes my real name so we'll just go with that um so a little bit about me i'm a graduate of the university of montana um, in anthropology, I studied forensics and archaeology. It's such a weird trajectory, but um, I ju- in the end, I just love people. And I had gotten an academic... Especially dead ones. Especially dead ones. No. That's Sorry. so gross. <laughs> I love it. Forensics and anthropology. No. So I did. I worked as a um, on the pit houses in British Columbia as an archaeologist for a little while. That was pretty cool. Um, and I just maybe I just like adventure. And I think that that is what it came down to. 
I knew I wanted to go to school for English, but my dad told me I could only be a teacher, and at 18, I believed him. <laughs> so I did not go for English. Um, even when the English department is like, why aren't you doing English? I was like, I don't, I don't want to be a teacher. So that didn't, my life just went a weird way. But um, I came out of that, uh, and I started a family really quickly after graduating college, and I was on bed rest, and I was like, I'm not contributing and I had had cancer and I was like, I, I'm going to leave this planet without having done anything major with my life. And I, and I had a soul moment, you know, one of those like, oh, life changers. And so I started writing for um, parenting magazines and I won competitions with my writing. And then I went into short stories and I was winning competitions and I won a publishing contract with a, with a short story I wrote. Um, and then the short story turned into a job offer from this publishing company. And I became their marketing manager and I worked there for a while. And then we had about, I don't remember what it was, 50 or 60 major authors, about 300 titles. Um, we might have had more authors than that. I don't remember now. But it was it was a sizable company. Um, and I did all their marketing, their back behind the scenes work with the authors. And I loved it, hated the firestorms, hated uh, the lack of communication sometimes that happens in publishing. And, but it gave me a really, really good opportunity to learn the business. And for that, it was invaluable. Um, and so I went to her with this idea, basically, which turned into SPS. And I said, why don't we open up the secondary arm of this company, looking at your P&Ls and do this? And she goes, I will give you half of the company if you run this. But going back to that lack of communication thing, I was like, ooh, I don't want to do that. And um, at that time, I was in a writer's group here in Montana with Claire and some other ladies and I kind of handpicked people I knew I, I gelled really well with and had business acumen and the resumes to match and I sat them down and I was like, hey, here's my idea. Um, I think this is a viable option. I can see where the business structure for this would expand and it, of course it kind of did that and we have become a major player in the world of self-publishing and I'm so proud of it because we're, we're a company that I like to think of as um, like the delicatessen. We are we are hands on, um, really involved with our projects. Where there's other there's other companies that kind of do what we do, but they're like you're in and out and through the door. Um, so it's totally a different business model. It's very niche, and it's very effective because what we're seeing with our clients is they come out happy. They come out relaxed when their books hit the shelves. And because they're relaxed, then they can really power on the marketing and work with our marketing team to get the word out. Um, because what I've seen is this is a marathon. Publishing a book is a marathon. And if you run really fast at the beginning when you're trying to create the book, write the book, edit the book, proof the book, get the proof. If you're doing all this yourself, by the time you hit it to, to the, the sprint section, you're exhausted and you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of take the heavy lifting at the beginning of that marathon from you and then help you move forward through the sprint. And in the meantime, you did this little side thing um, called writing for Harlequin. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. I forgot about that. I was just thinking about the SPS stuff. So I am also um, I am also a Publishers Weekly, Amazon, Kobo, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, best-selling author. Um, I have written... Currently, I've written uh, 12 books for Harlequin Intrigue. I'm on I'm on uh, deadline for 17. I have written about 30 novels. Um, I write for Simon & Schuster, and I have true crime thrillers coming out with um, Entangled Amara. 
in the next year. I have three of those. So I'm actually on deadline right now for eight books I haven't written yet in the next two years. So if you see me twitching in a corner and crying a little bit, that's what's going on. But I am very good at time management, so. <laughs> that's a so, good thing. So that's us, self-publishing services. We would love for you to ask us any questions you have through yeah, our website. Self-publishing, marketing, traditional publishing, because we've all done it kind of all. <laughs> Anthologies, contracts, um, negotiations, uh, getting an agent, getting an editor, talking about pen names. Like, if you have a question, put it in the comment section. We'll make a podcast about it because we what we want to do is really have a conversation with you, the author, about what your goals are and what you're trying to learn. and disseminating information as much as possible and paying it forward because we've had a very successful careers in, in writing and marketing and publishing and we want to help you in the same same way people helped us. Yeah, that's the whole point of our company is we want to take on the pieces of this business that you're not as comfortable with or you just don't have the time for or you just don't have the inclination for. And so we're here to help you with that. And um, whatever that will be, we will have somebody who can plug in and, and be your partner on that. So thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. Thank um, you. Reach out to us on any of our channels, any social media, any um, through the podcast itself. Um, heck, call and leave us a voicemail. We yeah. would love to hear it. So yeah. at sp underscore services. That's our handle. Yep. Check us out. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm, Bye. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to reach out to selfpublishingservices at gmail.com or find us on any of the social media platforms at sp underscore services or contact Danica Winters at Danica Winters on social media. We look forward to hearing from you and we look forward to bringing you many more episodes all about everything publishing. <laughs>